Chapter 1 Jones had been calling Wrecker's phone multiple times an hour for the past two days, not getting a response to any of his calls or messages. He was beyond worried at that point. He knew something had happened. Something had to have gone terribly wrong. Whatever it was, he knew it must have been gravely serious for Wrecker to not get back to him. Not only that, but Wrecker didn't complete the assignment. In the nine months they'd been in operation, it was the first time Wrecker didn't successfully complete the task. It was supposed to be an easy mission, at least as easy as any could be in their line of work. He was supposed to be looking after a woman who was being stalked and harassed and had recently received a death threat. The perpetrator didn't appear to be that serious a threat, at least not for Wrecker. The man in question had no violent past and didn't seem to own a gun, not one that they could trace anyway. That's why Jones was so perplexed as to why Wrecker had suddenly gone missing. He couldn't find any signs that Wrecker willingly left town, or had been taken to a hospital, or had been taken to a city morgue. He checked patients recently admitted to hospitals, death notices, and police reports. He hacked every database he could think of that his friend might show up in. But nothing matched Wrecker's description, or the area he was supposed to be in. It was almost midnight and Jones was close to calling it a night. He glanced at his phone again, thinking if he should give it one more try before shutting everything down for the night. He dialed Wrecker's number again, growing even more worried, with each unanswered ring. Michael, if you get this, please call me, Jones said in his message. It's been a few days since I've heard from you, and I'm... I'm just worried about you. Jones put the phone back in his pocket, knowing his message was likely to go unanswered, just as the previous twenty had. His eyes happened to glance over to Wrecker's gun cabinet, and a sense of sadness came over him as he started to think about the possible reasons his friend hadn't contacted him. Most of them involved Wrecker's death. Jones had tried to think positively, and mostly had for the past several days. But now the realization was starting to settle in that Jones had seen him for the last time. Jones shut off the lights and laid on the couch, as he so often did when he was in the middle of a case, so he could get an early start in the morning. When Jones woke up, he decided to retrace his steps, everything he'd done up to that point, just in case he missed or overlooked something. At nine o'clock, he tried Wrecker's phone again, not bothering to leave a message this time when it went to voicemail. He put the phone down on the desk, switching his attention back to the computer screen. After a minute of working, he looked back down at the phone, contemplating the one thing he hadn't tried yet. He picked it up and scrolled through the numbers, stopping once he saw the number he was looking for. Part of him wondered why he didn't try it sooner. The other part of him said if Wrecker wasn't there, he'd be worrying another person unnecessarily. Plus, Mia's apartment wasn't anywhere close to where Wrecker was assigned that night. Despite his concerns, Jones figured he had to try it, as he was desperate and out of ideas. He dialed Hendrick's number, hoping to get something maybe even a lead he didn't have before. Maybe Wrecker had spoken to her about something he wasn't privy to. After the fourth ring, Hendricks picked up. Hello, she said. Ms. Hendricks, how are you? Uh, fine. Do I know you? Not directly. I was wondering if you could help me with something. I'm not helping you with anything until I know who you are, Hendricks scoffed. My name is unimportant. Jones said. What is important is a mutual friend of ours. I'm sure we have no mutual friends, she said. Just as she was about to hang up, Jones said, 
Michael Recker. I don't know anyone by that name, she said. I'm sorry you must have the wrong number. Hendricks then hung up, not sure what had just happened. Recker had always told her not to admit to anyone about knowing him, in case his old CIA friends came looking for him. In the event someone did, he instructed her to say that she didn't know him. If they showed her proof, she was to say he used a different name. She was a little scared and shook up by the call, even though she knew the day might, and now had, arrived. A slight grin came over Jones's face, knowing that Wrecker had taught her well. Though Jones always had his doubts about Wrecker knowing and trusting her, he always told him she wouldn't be an issue, that she would never give him up. It appeared Wrecker was right, though Jones was upset that it had come to this for him to finally believe it.